What's up, y'all? Uh, welcome back to KMAC <clears throat> NYC. It's been a minute, and um, I'm all right with that. Uh, Wolf, it's good to see you. I'm very, very uh, happy to be here. Um, I don't know if this is going to be like my usual type of situation, because uh, I, I got some shit to get off my chest. Um, so is this a safe space or, <laughs> yeah? Yeah, it is. As long as I'm here, it is. All right. So because this is a safe space, I'm just going to, you know, share my innermost innermost thoughts and feelings today. Um, I'm really fucking glad that this year is coming to an end, <laughs> yo. Dead ass because the last, the past six months have been really really rough for me. Um, I didn't been scammed. I didn't been robbed. I've suffered more recently a head trauma. Um, started a new job, which is, which is, I don't know if I'm feeling it like that. Um, and I have developed a bit of social anxiety which I've never had a problem with. Now, when I'm in places around large groups of people, I start freaking out. Like I start like getting anxious. Uh, I gotta get away. Um, I don't know what to say. I say, I'm a lot. I'm trying to break that habit, by the way. But I'm not, I am not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. And, uh, I think that it's important to start verbalizing, you know, if we're not okay because social media leads us to believe that everything is all good. Everything is bright and shiny and, and fun. Life is good, right? It's not. Uh, I want to send a special rest in peace to DJ Twitch uh, who passed away recently, a couple of days ago, I believe, and he chose to unalive himself. And, you know, I know who Twitch is. Uh, I haven't really followed, like, everything that he does, but he's, he's a known figure, and his passing really, it really sat on me. It felt like, I, I felt really heavy. I've been feeling really heavy behind that. And there are lots of discussions online, on Twitter, about, you know, he looks so happy. He was dancing, doing TikToks, you know. Got three beautiful kids and a wife. How could this happen? So it's very easy for that to happen. And I like, when, when things like this happen, if I feel moved to speak about it, I will because I'm a survivor of that. And the, the types of conversations that I see now are people are asking, you know, what can I do? if I have friends that, you know, they're going through stuff. And some of the conversations are, if you don't really know what to offer, you know, if you're gonna just try to pacify them, oh, everything's gonna be okay, don't do that. Because chances are if somebody has, if they're thinking about doing it, that's not gonna help them. And a lot of people don't understand how the mind works when you get to a point where you want to unalive yourself because it 
being rational, that's out the window. You know what I mean? So for me, I'm gonna speak personally. Things that you can do, things that you, that I don't ever want you to do is be like, yo, just go outside and get some air. It's gonna be all right. You're gonna be good. You're doing so much better than other people. What? So you can't you can't minimize somebody's experience because maybe you've never had the same experience or you're ignorant to how the sickness or the illness works, right? So If you don't know what to do, I urge you just to ask the questions. Talk to people. There's a lot of people that's willing to have the conversation about it. Uh, I'm happy to talk about it, you know, and be very, very honest. You know, life for me specifically has been really hard. You know, I told my mom yesterday, actually, I, 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 gave, I told her all of the things that are on my plate. And I try to, I don't like to, you know, tell my mom like all the negative stuff because I don't want her to worry about me. But I'm at the point where it's like, I gotta get shit. I gotta say it. I gotta say it because, like, I'm I'm not feeling all right. And I told my mom, and she was like, "Oh my god." She's like, "I'm, I'm surprised that you're not losing your mind, mom." But I am. That's why I'm telling you. Like, I'm really losing my shit right now. And I saw a video that it was this guy. I can't remember his name. I saw him on TikTok. And basically, he's just like, yo, wherever you at right now, whatever you're doing, whatever job you got, however, whatever your grind is, you are okay. You know, the point of the video was to not or to stop comparing yourself to everybody else's journey. And the reason why that video stuck with me is because I do that. I'm like, ugh, I'm 44. My life is not where I imagined it would be, you know what I'm saying, in this, in this, at this point in my life. You know, I'm not where I want to be. It's, it's like, yeah, I keep getting the jobs and I'm making more money, but I'm making the money, but I always want more money. It never seems to be enough money. Oh, I got to, I got to, I want to I make 250 now a year. Like, when I was making 100K a year, I was like, oh. I'm broke. <laughs> and then people are arguing. Somebody else said that on, on Twitter, and it was an argument. People are like, if you just a party of one with no kids, that means you just don't know how to manage your money. That could be true. But like, I feel like with me personally, the more money I make, the more the, I want more things that cost more. You know what I mean? So it's like an ongoing cycle for me. And I'm like, all right, so I really got to sit down and figure out what is it that's going to actually feed my soul and make me happy? Because... The money ain't doing it. The money, now I'm just spending money. Online, can't sleep, buying shit, buying shit, returning shit the next day. That's, that's not, it's not it. So I got to figure out what it is. But, you know, my creative life is, is suffering right now. It's suffering right now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people know I've been working on my first feature film, Boxer. Boxer didn't happen because we didn't get the money. So... You know, it takes it could take up to a decade to make a film. That's how that's how the business works. You know, raising money and finding money to tell stories is hard as fuck. And I kind of wish I did not pick this journey to go on. I, actually, I think it picked me because I'm still doing it. I don't even want to at this point because it's it's more. It's it's there's more frustration and anger and crying that goes into this than than to get the actual satisfaction of, of making the project. You know what I'm saying? So, Boxer, I spent a lot of money on Boxer. 
I spent I spent thousands of dollars on Boxer. You know, I had several rounds of crowdfunding for Boxer. And though I'm very grateful for everybody that has has donated to Boxer, crowdfunding is something I will never fucking do again. I will never do that shit again because you're working hard to make the money, to get the money, to make the film, right? You don't make the film, you got to get the money back. Or you, you know, what I did, I emailed everybody that donated and I said, you know, I got two options for you. You can either get a full refund or um, you can transfer your donation to my next project that I'm work, I'm currently developing and I'm paying for out of pocket. Um, I would say about 85%, 90% of the people that have donated or people that really fuck with me, fuck with my work fuck with my vision and they're like yo transfer that shit to the next thing i'm glad that you're still creating because this is a major setback i understand that but then there's like 10 percent, 10 15 percent it's like nah run me my bread back that's fine but here's how i feel about that because this is it's twofold one if you've seen how i me the team if you saw how hard we were working to try to make this shit work and it didn't happen. That's already my first L, right? So for me to kind of still be like, all right, this was a major fucking setback for me. Fuck me up mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I still find a way to create, to still write, to make something. I'm like, all right, I just got to make something on a smaller scale that I don't have to ask or try to get money for. I'll pay for it. The first L. My thing is, why did you donate? You know what I'm saying? Why did you donate? Because if you donate into a project that I'm doing, for me, that means you believe in my work. I am my work. My work is me. That means you fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what I don't need is if you don't fuck with me and my work, like, you can keep your bread. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with paying for my shit out of pocket. But I definitely feel a way having to send bread back because my thing is, like, then why then why give it in the first place? You know what I'm saying? So, But what I noticed is that the people that wanted the money back, they don't, we don't really rock like that in real life, which makes me even matter. Because it's like, then why did you, you know what I'm saying? You didn't have to do this. Nobody put a gun in your head and was like, yo, I got to donate to K-Mac shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at you crazy right now. And I don't need your support moving. Because some of these people, they're like, um, yeah. You can send it back. I would love to hear about, you know, your next... No, no, no. Fuck out of here. I'm not telling you shit about my projects. That's one. I'm keeping it a buck with you. Like, I'm not telling you nothing. If you hear about something I'm doing, it's because you see it or, or people are talking about it, but I'm not going to be the person to tell you. So, and if you can't understand what that feels like, I urge you to just flip that. Think about it if it was you. You know what I'm saying? As, as, as the queen has said many years ago, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. That, like, every creative is like that, you know? So I've really been trying not to feel a way about that. But, nah, I do. I definitely do. I'm human, and I am tired of trying to, you know what I'm saying, everything's good. Nah, I'm good. No, 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 I'm not okay. I don't like how it feels. I don't like how this is. You know what I'm saying? I got to come back from this. This is the L, and, you know, all creatives take an L. All I don't give a I don't give a fuck what medium you in. You gonna take an L. This L hurt me. This shit hurt me. You know what I'm saying? It hurt my pockets. 
You know what I'm saying? It, it hurt my livelihood. And there's a part of me that's just like, do you really, do you really still want to like go down this path, you know, on this journey with this, with this thing that you're trying to do with storytelling? I don't really, I don't know the answer to that. I'm still do it because that's all I know how to do. And, you know, I feel like more of our stories need to be seen and heard. So for now, I'm going to finish the project I'm currently working on because I definitely want to show the people that have supported me, you know, I got you. I don't know what's going to happen after that, though, to be honest. I, I, I don't. Um, if anybody that's watching or listening to me, if you're not a creative, let me, um, let me put you on real quick. <clears throat> Creatives are the loneliest profession. Everything about being a creative is lonely. It's you. Let's say you paint. Who painting? It's you. You got to be inspired to, to paint. You write. I write. I got to be inspired to write. Boxer took me three years to write because I hit a wall. I couldn't, I, did, I didn't have the words. I didn't have the story. You know what I mean? Filmmaking. I'm a director. Even though making a movie is a very collaborative thing, y'all all come together, y'all all on set, y'all all bringing my vision to life or any other writer, filmmaker, director's vision to life. But once y'all rap, it's back to being solo. You know what I'm saying? All the, the you, you on set for 12 weeks at a time, eight weeks at a time, these long projects, you bond with these people. You build relationships with people. Once you call rap, you're probably, you, there's a chance you may never see these people again, like in person. So it's just like, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, you know, I know there's people upset, probably upset at me, with me, because the project hasn't happened and, you know, people have, you know, walked away from me. You know, I... I got my own shit with like abandonment issues, but like if you're walking away from me for, you know, on something like this, something of this magnitude, a project of this magnitude, that shit hurts. That shit hurt me. So like, I'm sad I, I, I'm not making a movie. I'm sad that I feel like I let my actors down, all the actors that that signed on, that believed in the story. Like I'm, I'm sad I let people down. You know, I'm sad because I'm, now I'm questioning like, Am I really good? You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't be doing that because I know I am. I know I am. But I keep feeling like my goodness needs to be validated. And I and I that's what I don't like. I feel like, ugh, gotta get my stories out here. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta let people see here's what I'm good at. And because that's not happening, it's making me question everything about myself, everything about my livelihood. And that is contributing to why I'm not okay right now. You know, um, I miss being on set. I feel my liveliest on set. I feel like I'm in my element, especially if I'm working with people that really support and see the vision. And I haven't been on set <laughs> maybe a year, over a year since we did the prelude. And because I'm not creating, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I'm going to work. 
I'm going home. I'm like on the couch. I'm sleeping. And then the fucking shit repeats every day. Like, so I don't, there's no, I'm not doing anything that I'm passionate about right now. Except this, sitting here. I mean, Wolf, we here, you know, <laughs> um, KMAC NYC. And right now I feel like this is really the only kind of platform I have that I can really express myself. That's all creatives, that's all we want to do is express ourselves, be, you know, to to share, you know, how we feel in whatever medium that is. You know, I had somebody tell me once, <clears throat> you know, I could tell that you got a lot going on because I get on your, your Twitter timeline and, you know, it's kind of dark. And I didn't like that because my immediate thought was, Everything ain't fucking shits and giggles over here. You know, I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, if I'm feeling down, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share how I feel. And isn't that what social media is for? We're sharing, right? So now I super don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I am at the place where I am so low that the only person that could get me out of this is me. And I don't, I don't really care about anything else that's going on around me because people keep disappointing me. You know, um, life can just be disappointing sometimes. Life is fucking hard. And we get up, we tackle every day. We try to go into it. Some of us, we try to wake up and be like, all right, I'm going to make this a good day. Ten minutes in, some shit happening. Like, oh, my God. Like, I just woke up. <laughs> you know, so... That is kind of what has been happening. <laughs> Why am I laughing? That is what's been happening to me. Like I wake up and it's some shit, you know. Um, but I'm, I'm just, I feel very defeated. I feel, I feel like I'm defeated. I feel devastated. I feel alone. I feel lonely. Um, and on top of that, I'm trying to do all the things I'm, spo I'm supposed to do. Go to work, pay the bills, take care of my mom, pay the bills, go to work, eat. Like now, like I, sometimes I eat or sometimes I don't. Like I, my mom will call me and she'll be like, so what'd you eat? Oh, Katie, you haven't eaten? Katie, it's 4.30. Oh, yeah, I'll get something, mom. I'll get something. You know, so I'm aware that I'm not taking very good care of myself. I'm just not. I mean, I look cute though. My hair is that. <laughs> Um, but that's only because I'm here. That's only because I'm here. So when I get out of here, I'm get home. I got my makeup wipes, everything coming off, everything back in my sweats and my and my Henley, uh, you know. So, but yeah, I've been also doing. I've been also doing a lot of root work. I think you get to a point in your life where you have to. Everybody's gonna get to a point in their life where they have to just sit down and start digging and figuring out why they are the way they are. Me personally, I my thing is I push people away. You know, I do that a lot because now it's a defense mechanism. I'm going to push you away before you get the opportunity to hurt me. And um, I'm fine with that, you know. But I've been doing the root work and really digging and figuring out the experiences that I've had to really make me the way I am, you know? Some of the things that have come up are, <clears throat> I've had friendships in the past where people have told me, you're a lot, 
like, you're too much for me. I feel like I got to do too much to be, you know, good with you. And I'm like, damn, if somebody told me that, I would. Well, since they did tell it to me, I felt like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what did I do to make you feel that way? Because I wouldn't want you to feel that way, you know. But after doing some digging, I realized that I used to put really high expectations on people. And you can't do that because you will always get disappointed, always be disappointed. So I've, I've lowered my expectations because I'm not trying to change anybody. That's I, I, just not, I'm not, I have no interest in trying to change anybody lower my expectations and kind of just let people move and be how they are. But the flip side of that, it's it's making me isolate. It's making me isolate myself because I don't want to be looked at. Uh, like, I don't want anyone to feel like, yo, I can't do anything right in Katie's eyes. You know what I mean? I would much rather be in my crib, like very much doing my own thing. Like I don't have a problem going out solo. I do it. When I feel like going, I just get up and go. I'll go out to a bar, I'll eat movies, whatever. But I am finding a lot of comfort in isolation these days. And I'm okay with that. I, I'm I'm okay with that. You know, I am one of those people that I'm comfortable in sitting with myself and sitting with my thoughts. And if I decide to come out of isolation, I think I'm gonna be a much wiser person, um, a better person. It's forcing me to kind of give more attention to myself because I'm always like giving and, and doing for people, and I'm like, eh, let's 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 do that to you. Why don't you give yourself, take care of yourself the way you take care of other people? Because I'm definitely one of them people that, you know, trying to take care of everybody else, trying to make sure everybody else good. And when I'm down and I'm and I'm in a dark place, I feel like certain people will check on you, right? And it might not always be the people that you want to check on you. You need to pay extra attention to and give a little bit extra love to the people that check on you because they might not always have the right words, but it's the intention. I got a friend named Christina. Me and Christina, we don't, we don't really talk every day, you know? But she told me that, she was like, I sense something's off, what's up? And she lives in West Bubblefuck, New Jersey, like Piscataway, across God's back. Like I went out there on public transportation one time, it was my first and last time, I said, bitch, you ever want me to come back out here, you're coming to pick me up at my house. Like, I'm never doing that again. So Christina is, <laughs> she's like, you can call me, you know. Um, I don't care what it is. I will be there. She's like, matter of fact, bitch, I'm coming over right now. <laughs> like, she's that type of person. And I love her for that, you know, because it does mean a lot to me 
for someone to kind of be tapped in like that to know because I'm not going to tell like I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to tell nobody yo I'm fucked up right now I'm going to just deal with it internally and behind the closed door of my crib and nobody is ever going to know what that looks like you know there's this thing like when you down in a dark place people don't like really being around that they don't know how to handle that and it's perceived as a negative thing and it, and it it's always yin and yang. The sun, there's darkness. You know, there's light, there's dark. You know, the sun is always opposite. So people, I feel like people need to be more accepting of people that are not feeling all right. You know. Um, but I am well aware that I need therapy. I've been like now I'm at the point where now I'm actively looking for another therapist because. I feel like you can't tell your friends everything. They're not going to understand. Sometimes you need a professional. You need a professional to kind of help you get through the muck. And I'm there because when you start feeling hopeless or indifferent to everything, you have to, you have to do, like, me, I know, all right, bitch, you, like, now you need to, like, do something about what's going on because... When I feel like I don't have an opinion on nothing, I don't feel nothing, that's a problem. You know, I'm just kind of, I'm not living, I'm existing. And that's, that's, that's terrible. That's terrible. I think my view on the, on the work that I do is shifted. I just don't know if it's good or bad at this point. There's a part of me that definitely died off a little bit this year <laughs> with my my um, failed masterpiece. And I just feel like I'm trying to be okay with sitting in the unknown right now. But that shit is hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. You know? But yeah. So mentally, that's that's where I'm at right now. I will transition into. I will use that to transition into. I'm getting a puppy. <laughs> well, that's why I got all the dogs <laughs> on, my, on my TikTok timeline. Um, so I'm mentally preparing for my Doberman puppy. I am patiently waiting, awaiting the call from the breeder to let me know that my little guy is, you know, here. Um, but it could be anywhere from six months to a year, so I'm hoping <laughs> it's not a year. Uh, it's been a couple of months. But, you know, when you deal with reputable breeders, you know, like the one I'm dealing with, they want to know what type of personality dog you want. Like, do you want a high-drive doby? Do you want one that's just going to be, like, kind of in the house all the time? I'm like, nah, medium, like kind of low-key. I don't want him waking me up in the morning. Like, all right, I know I got to walk you, but like, don't, don't come in here. <laughs> so I'm just trying to prepare myself for that because I really feel like I need like an emotional support dog. Like I, I need something that could take my attention off of myself when I'm not feeling okay. And I think that had, that's why a lot of people have pets. 
you know, it just, it adds years to their life. Um, it makes them feel joy. I haven't felt joy. What is joy? <laughs> that's, that's how I'm feeling about that, you know. Um, and though I'm okay with feeling how I'm feeling and, and being in this place, I kind of want to see what the other side of that is like. I want to experience like pure happiness and joy and see the lighter side of things because this shit is for the fucking birds. Like I'm, I'm over this. I'm over this. I feel like I'm stuck in it. I feel like I'm not understood the way I want to be. I feel like I'm not heard the way I want to be. And then that just makes me shut down, honestly. You know, I have zero interest in talking to people. Get on the phone, my phone will ring and I'll just look at it. Then I'll just put it on D&D so I don't hear it ring. Like I just have no desire to interact with many humans at this point, you know? And sometimes I think that's okay. I think that that's okay. I just can't, Some, you just can't, I can't be on 100 all the time. Cannot be on 100 all the time. Like, it's just not realistic. So lately, <laughs> what was like this is like, no. Um, lately, I've been on a smooth 40 <laughs> for the past six months. And, you know, it helped me, it gave me further clarity on why, why I hate working a nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Go to this fucking nine to five. And you gotta put this face on. You gotta put this face on. And it's just like, you know, one of the the things that sold me to the company when I was interviewing was, you know, I was it was explained to me like we understand like everybody has their days and that's okay. It don't feel like that though, because I've been having my days. Not you know just being more uh, internal, less chatty and shit. I, I don't chat like that, but. I'm not a chatty person at work because it's work. Like I'm there to make my money and get the fuck out of there. And lately I've been feeling like anxiety because if I'm not talking or chatting with everybody, hey, kitty, you okay? I'm fine. Like I'm just, y'all ain't got no work to do. Like I'm just trying to do my work. <laughs> like, so I can get out of here. <laughs> like I'm just trying to do my work. Um, but... I'm I'm really tired of reporting. I'm really tired of supporting somebody else's dream. I and I really that's why I'm stuck. It's like, all right, okay, so what you gonna do to make a living for yourself? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I've been thinking about ideas like for small businesses. But let me tell you something. Everything takes fucking money. You need money to do everything. Oh my God, you're a filmmaker. Oh, you're creative. Oh my God, when's your next movie coming out? Do you have a fucking budget for me? Because you need money. You need money for everything. And it's, it's even if you acting, you need a job. Headshots is $800 a pop and above. Some are $1,500 a pop. Like, where are you getting the money from? You know what I mean? So living at home with your parents, I see you. That is, that, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean... I don't like paying rent, but I need my space for my mom. So I will always take that bill. But like, I just hate how this system is designed. Like, I feel like we shouldn't be working 40 hours a week. How the fuck are you living if you're working 40 hours a week, bro? Like, we get up, we go punch in. 
we're at one place for the majority of our day. And by the time we leave that place, how many of us really have the energy to do shit that we really want to do? I know I don't. I get on that fucking train, go home, and I am shower, Netflix, sleep. Like, I'm in the bed by 8.30, 9 o'clock, latest. Old wash nigga shit. And I feel like <laughs> some of the, the pressure I have on myself is like, all right, Katie, you want to make these movies and you want to tell these stories. You're 44. And I keep putting so much emphasis on my age. And I think it's really fucking me up because I probably shouldn't. But for me, in my mind, and the way it's making sense to me, is like your time is running out. You know what I'm saying? This movie, I played the lead where I, where I was a boxer. I trained for nine, ten months, like I was training for like a like a fight, like a, a, a like a title fight. I don't. People are like, "Don't worry, Kitty, you're gonna get the movie done." When? Cause I'm not doing that fucking training no more. So that means I'm gonna have to recast me. Because that shit broke me down. It shit broke everything down about me. My physical, my mental, and boxing is all mental. Like, I hated my trainer. I hated that nigga because he would put me through, like, he was doing his job. He was getting me ready. He was getting me ready. But I can't do, I don't think I could do that again. I don't think I could do that again. You know, it, let me, all right, let me correct myself. The only way I could ever do that again is if I didn't have a nine to five and I had money to just train every day, eight, 10 hours, because it's I'm training for something that I'm passionate about. But to work a nine to five, get off, go train for an hour, like 50 rounds, like, and then get on the train and go home. I can't get the fuck out of here. I can't do that again, not like this. So, um, those are, that's another thing that I feel like all just the dedication I put into this fucking project to, to be at a place where it's not happening. Like my heart is broken. So if you're watching this or if you're listening to this, understand me when I say my heart is broken. Okay. This shit meant, this shit meant, this shit means so much to me. I put my heart, soul, tears, everything into this shit. And it's an L right now. So... I don't give a fuck if you don't fuck with me personally. Like, if we not cool, you don't like how I move or anything like that. But it's about, it's much bigger than that. It's about the work. Because you can imagine yourself being passionate about something that you're doing. And shit don't work out the way you want. Just, just that's the feeling. That's what the feeling is. Fuck Katie Mack and what she do or how she look or how she move and all that. That shit don't matter. That don't matter. Because I understand, like, being a creative as a whole Everybody ain't going to be for you. You're not going to be for everybody. Your work's not going to be for everybody. Your stories, my stories ain't going to be for everybody. And I'm all right with that because my stories will find its way. They will find their way to the audience that they're meant to be, you know what I'm saying, shared with. So, so yeah, that's how I feel about that. But if you don't like me personally, fuck you. Straight up. Like, fuck you. Because... The older I get, the more shit I'm thinking about and how people have moved around me the past in the past decade. And it's like, Katie, you can't be out here fighting because your knees don't work like they used to. Your fucking elbows hurt every day. Like, but <laughs> um, karma. Karma. All right. I ain't got to do shit. You know, because when you fucked up and you trying to figure out, oh my God, why is this happening to me? You think about how you move. You know? But fuck you. I mean that. 
for the bottom of my heart. <laughs> Straight up. Um, but yeah, so I think that for the for the rest of this year, I don't know when I'm gonna drop this. Hopefully before the first. I think so. But for the rest of this year, you know, I urge everybody to kind of focus on resting. It's been this year as a whole, these past two, three years, we've been in the pandemic. It's time to rest. And I feel like a lot of people can use it. There's a lot, there's an energy that's 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 present. And a lot of people are feeling it where they they're trying to figure out if it's season, seasonal depression, if they physically getting sick, they just not feeling like themselves. That's because we need to rest as a people. We need to, we we need to rest and we need rest. And it's hard when you gotta get up and go to work. It's hard when you're trying to create because you feel like ah, time is running out. You know, it's it's hard. But I'm not doing shit else <laughs> for the rest of the year. Like if I'm sitting on my couch in front of Netflix or Apple TV or whatever the fuck, which one I'm watching and doing nothing, that's what I'm gonna be doing. Because come 2023, I'm just focusing on me. And if you ain't for me, then like, it's been real, you know? Um, get to a certain point. I think when you get, oh, as you get older, you get to a point where you just, I think I seen Adele, she, there was a video of her talking about, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I wanna do. <laughs> And whenever I'm going to do it. And I felt that because it's just like, yo, people think that they have a right to tell or even talk about your life. I don't talk about celebrities like that because I don't know them people. I don't give a fuck. And there's so many people that are so invested in celebrities that don't know them, will never know them. Like, that's just not for me. So, I don't know. However, for next year, I am hoping that I find the peace that I think I so desperately need and deserve. And I'm hoping I travel as much as Wolf has been traveling. <laughs> Y'all Wolf been in these streets. <laughs> uh, be, be careful what you ask for. Real talk. I want to go somewhere. Be, like, be careful what you ask for. Oh, man. So, what, so you... You want to go somewhere? Yes. Where you want to go? Somewhere where there's a beach, preferably. Where? Well, I don't know. I want to go to like an island. I don't want it to be Jamaica. Okay. Because I've heard stories. I've you never been stories? there. People are like, no, you need to go. You need to go. Um, somewhere that's, that's I, I don't, yo, I don't even care at this point. If it's an island, if it's, if it's quiet. And the food is good, and the drinks are good. Like, is it is the island in Africa? Is it in Italy? <gasps> or is it in Mexico? Preferably where the majority of the people are black. Okay. Um, Cape Town, maybe Johannesburg, maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe I'm, I'm down for that. Airbnbs are extremely affordable there. What do you mean? What's affordable? Like a week for a hundred dollars, possibly. I'm so. In Africa? Yeah, in Cape Town, Johannesburg, for sure, for sure. Or you know what? I think at the max, I think I seen a week for like $500 or something like that, which is pretty phenomenal because you can't stay no, in no Airbnb for a week in New York City. $500 is cleaning for you off rip. Like, <sighs> off 
Real. I don't do Airbnbs out here or like locally because they robbing you, yo. Yeah. They rob you blind. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, you get this room for like one fifty one a night. Yeah. You're going two nights. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like three and change. Yeah. Between taxes and cleaning fees, it's yeah. gonna be seven fifty. Like yeah, they're gonna run it up for sure. What are y'all doing? But I didn't listen, I didn't say there's some Airbnbs in New York. Dreams. Really? What? Here? What? <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. Please tell me something, cause nah, let, me, let me tell you something for real. I, my my last Airbnb was in a um, it was like right near uh, Atlantic, right right near the Barclays Center. Okay, downtown it, Brooklyn. It was magnificent to me. You know it was a mean? whole spot, or like it was a whole spot. Okay. Okay. The whole spot. It was pricey, but it was totally worth it though. Because okay. once, once I went, it left an impression on me. Really? Of what, I, what I wanted. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Set the bar. It was just like, I don't want. I don't want this to be something that I pay to visit. I want this to be something that I pay to live. You know what I mean? That's what I want. And so I'm gonna send it to you too. It's, okay, send it to me. I'm going back. Send it to me. Yeah. What? Yeah. Y'all, y'all gotta remember, Wolf ain't from here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you was thinking. You try to be nice and shit. You're like, oh, it's nice. Oh, was it? Barclay, huh? Barclay. No, I believe, no, I believe that it was nice. Yeah. But you just reminded me that you're not from here. Yeah. And that, I, that I've just been here my entire life. So I'm yeah. thinking, I'm like, all right, downtown Brooklyn. It could have been a townhouse. Down at Barclays. That's a pricey area. It's nice around there. So yeah. I'm positive it was beautiful. It, I'm, I'm sure it was. Man... Unbelievable. I wonder what the rent is in that bitch. Crazy. But crazy. And I no, I said that you're not from here because you are out of the both of us, you would be the one that's more willing to pay for an experience here. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm like, where am I going? Yeah. <laughs> to get out of here. Yeah. But yeah, send me, send me that info. I do, I do want to see. Yeah, I'll send I'll send you everything. Like I got like a a folder for the Africa, because like I want to go there at some point, you know? So it's Same. like, okay, I got a folder of Airbnbs that I would check out. Okay. And then New York, I got you. But yeah, Johannesburg, Cape Town, I know somebody who's been there personally. They okay. like extremely loved it, extremely enjoyed it. Um, your money stretches very far there, mm. very mm -hmm. far there, you know? Okay. Black people everywhere, beaches, mountains, good weather, you know what I mean? So... You know, my little book, y'all. Put a little note right here. Yeah, and I, I say, and I say, I ask you what beach because it's like the minute you write it down, whether it's six months from now or a year, you better have been there. You better have been there because ain't ain't nothing stopping you. Every time I come here, y'all some pressure. Every time. Motivation. Nah, you're right though. Like I'm really. Trying to do more, do, yeah, than like just just talk about it, you know, yeah. like no it, no analysis paralysis, you know what I'm saying, like hmm. no analysis paralysis. Yeah, none I of like that. that. Yeah, none of that. Just go for that. I heard him right. No, <laughs> I gotta write these things down because clearly I have a book. I like writing, and y'all yeah. know I write, but um, but it's something about like you said, you write it down, it kind of makes it more intentional. It makes yes. it more likely to happen. So it it check really, you out, Wolf, with the wisdom. Hey, that's that's what if I start a podcast, that's all I want it to be about is wisdom. First of all, the fact that you don't have one yet baffles me. Yeah. I mean, I understand you are a busy man. I mean, I just 
I just I, I never seen it like that before. You know mm. what I mean? Never mm-hmm. seen it like that. I was like, why would I get a podcast? I just didn't like for what? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I've been slowly, slowly, slowly thinking and considering. I mean, you you be guesting on mad people stuff. That's why I'm slowly considering. Because, like, I'm sure people will see you be like, so where's his stuff at? Because every time I see you on, like, a clip of somebody else's joint, I'll be like, and I always go to your page, like, you don't have, you you don't, you really don't do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But uh, if it wasn't for the the people who allow me to be on their platform, like you're allowing me to do right now, Mm -hmm. I would have never considered podcasting in general. Mm -hmm. But once... Like you share the platform with me, yeah. I get to experience it with you. Cause it's like being here is not the same as being there. And I realized that once I was over there. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And so now it's just like, oh, I think I'm starting to get it. I, I just I don't think I really understood it. But now I'm starting to understand how powerful it is. Yeah. Podcasting. I, it could change you know, a lot. And you never know who's who it's gonna make its way to. For sure. So like when I discovered or saw that K-Mac NYC is being listened to internationally. Right. I was like, how, how y'all find me? Like, is that not crazy? <laughs> it's crazy. It's dope because I'm able to connect with people so far away yeah. that 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 fuck with me or, or mm-hmm. they vibe with me. And I think I think that's dope. And that's why every time I sit down in the booth or, or here to to record for KMAC NYC, I always want to make sure I'm being my most authentic, authentic self. Of course. Because what you get here, what you hear from me here, is going to be what you get if we, we go downstairs and go outside. It's right. going to be the same thing. You know, I'm not different in real life or in person. I'm just, you're probably going to get more, more cussing out of me in person. Because every day I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Like I just have no understanding of like what's going on half the time. But um, and then a lot of times I don't say nothing because I'm one of those people that if I don't have anything to say, I'm not gonna just talk. Yeah. Because some people they do that out of nerves. They just start sure. chatting like. For sure. For sure. I'm very intentional about what I say. Yeah. yeah. And if you listen more, you learn more. I take that to the grave. The more you listen, the more you observe. Yeah. The more you, the more in tune you are with what's going on around you. So. Yeah. But yes, I absolutely um, support the Wolf Show. The Wolf Show. <laughs> Whatever it's gonna be, <laughs> I absolutely support that. I will definitely tune in because. Thank you. Um, I'll send you some stuff. Yeah. I stuff. like your stuff on your TikTok. I probably went through all your all your videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went through all of them because because you because guys, he's not from here. Yeah. So I had to see what type of time he was on, but yeah. like skateboarding and all that. Yeah. Yo, that's one of my biggest fears. You skateboarding. What? You that's, don't be scared. That's why I stopped. <gasps> you hurt I, yourself. Nah, I did it, but I was like, I'm not about to though. You know what I mean? Yo, I'm not about to. I'm not about to do that. You know what I mean? I can love it still from a distance. You know, for real. Like, <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Like you said, like I'm a. Like you said earlier, you said like you said I'm a multi what person, multi hyphenate. Mm-hmm. So it's like you could you can you have so many gifts, so many things you enjoy. That I don't have to go all the way in on being a fucking skateboarder. <laughs> Yo, you know what I mean? Mm-mm. I I look at y'all in awe. Like when I see people on them shits. And y'all be kick pushing, all and y'all that. be doing these little flips and all shit. Oh, that. that. It look real nice. To you it looks so cute. Till you lose your front teeth. Yo. Because I know two people. I got two close friends of mine. 
One of them I knew. The other one I didn't even know. This how the nigga did it one time. We was talking about it. He was like, oh, I lost mine too. I was like, what? And then he popped the No. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? And then he popped the thing out and then it was like some a retainer oh, with a tooth already on it. That's how he was keeping... Yo, shit is... He had a partial. <laughs> that's, a par- that's what it's called. That's a partial. What? I'm good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If y'all love, are gonna see his face. Yeah, I'm good. Like, I'm good. I love other things more than I love trying to be great at that. You know what I mean? Fuck that. The yeah. concrete. Yo, yo, they be eating that concrete. I, I be seeing the kids. I be like, I can't. I can't. I can never. I ain't scared of getting hurt. I'm scared of ruining my face. Like teeth. That's like a teeth is like a. Alright, that's the one thing. That's for the me, one thing. First of all, I invested way too much in my teeth. I Come take on. care. I love my teeth. Come on. You know, a little scar on the face. See, the shorties might like that. It could work in your favor. You know what I mean? But the teeth, it's like... Nah, yo. Ooh, do you, you're going to have to really love me after this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how We're going to see what it's made of. Yeah, because, you know, this, this might scare some motherfuckers away. <laughs> yo, and you know what the thing is? When people, like, there's a show on BET called Sisters. Mm. No, not that. It's called... I'm like the Tyler Perry joint? No, that's, I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. I'm talking about the first Wives Club with Jill Scott and some mm, other people. Mm. There are several people on that show that have a false front tooth. Mm-hmm. Why do I know that? <laughs> why? Because I can tell. You can tell, right? You can tell. Yeah. And that's like a fear for me. Why y'all getting these tooths put in and it's not the same color? Like it's ob- the, the discolor it's so obvious that it's a oh different color. I am mortified oh and God. petrified thinking about that. No. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's like, why is the technology not advanced <laughs> to the point? Like, even when a nigga get veneers and shit, right? It's like, I ain't mad at you. You doing your thing, but it's like, but they just so <laughs> yeah. not natural. You know what I mean? Hollywood white. They love it. I'm not mad at it though, but it's just like, could y'all all the could y'all not make them more natural, bro? Like the color. You yeah. notice it. I sometimes I, I kind of hate the way the brain works. Like, why do I so <laughs> effortlessly notice that's not real? It's because it's not natural. This shit is like fucking fluorescent white coming out of it's your mouth. It's crazy. Like, bro, tinge my shit, bro. You know it's... what I mean? Tinge my shit. <laughs> Give it some natural tinge, bro. Not tinge. Tinge my shit. Make it you know what? Make it, make it Virgil, bro. Make it off white. Make it like, yeah, make it tooth colored, not fucking Hollywood white. And you know what? You know what's crazy about veneers that you say that? <laughs> Everybody getting these fucking veneers, but they're not thinking that they're not like you're gonna have to get them done over. People don't realize you have to get veneers done over. They last maybe about 10 years. Oh, I didn't maybe know that. 12 years max. You have to get them done over. So it's like mm-hmm. I just could never understand. Y'all are shaving y'all regular t- y'all your natural shaving your regular joints to get some shit that's not. I just little piranha teeth, you know what I mean? <laughs> just like you know. And then they just put them on, snap them on there like Legos. The new ones. It's Whoa. crazy. It's, it's crazy. Par- piranha teeth for real. Like that's just scary. Looking like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot to be said, but yeah, for sure, it's wild. Protect your teeth, people. Protect your teeth Yo, at all costs. Wolf is so fucking annoyed by these <laughs> <laughs> fucking piranhas. Like, what are y'all teeth. doing? Y'all all flying out internationally getting these fucking teeth. Mm. They, Yo, nah. Mm. Some of them, 
Some people, I didn't even know they was veneers. Like, ASAP Rocky. He got veneers? That's what I said. That's, that is what I said. And then I saw, like, old pictures, and I was like, y'all all need to go to who he went to then. Damn. Because his eye thought them should, I think his teeth are beautiful. He got yeah. veneers? Damn. I'm going to send you the pictures I, I came across. Yeah. I was sad. I was like, I, I love your teeth. <laughs> Like, I'm a big teeth girl. Like, I love yeah. beautiful teeth. That is the first thing you see. Well, for me. Yeah. And, like, a man that takes care of his fucking teeth. You got to. You really got to. Because that, that, to me, that indicates that you know how to wash your ass, too. It does. Because it does, this is a whole sure. conversation about dudes not washing their ass. Yeah. And there's a TikTok. <laughs> there's... <laughs> A whole conversation. It's a whole conversation. There's this white chick that's asking dudes, like, do you wash your butt when you get in the shower, right? And some men, these are grown-ass men, they're like, I just I just let the water run down. <laughs> nah. Nah. Nope. One said, yo, one said, yeah, I'll just cup some water back there. <laughs> what? You nasty. You nasty. Yeah. You're not using soap on you're not using soap on your ass. You nasty. Like I I was I can't disgusted. Be your friend. I can't be your friend. So would you <laughs> you think you're not supposed to wash your ass? Like I can't be your friend because it's it's bro, because your future's <laughs> not your future's not bright. And it's gonna hurt me to see you get hurt based off the fact that you're not clean. Like, what the fuck? Like, if you're not brushing your teeth, you're not taking care of your teeth, I cannot be close to you. Cause it's gonna Yo. hurt me to see you with a mouthful of gums. That's gonna hurt me. <laughs> that's gonna hurt me. And that's no. not my burden to carry. Yo. But that's, that is, I feel like that is a very good indicator. Great. People that take care of their teeth take care of their body. Yes. I mean, I only want people around me who take care of their body. Thank you. Respectfully. Respectfully, Respectfully. Guys. You know what I mean? Because niggas go through things, I know, but respectfully. They do. And you know, I was part of the people, part of the team that was trying to figure out why so many people are missing side teeth. <laughs> it's, it's stuff like, it's the same tooth. And everybody keeps missing it. Every time. <laughs> Where are they going? What do you think they're doing? Like, you think they're going like days without brushing their teeth or something? Like, because, like, what does it really take when you think about it? Like, what does it take to have like just straight bad teeth? Like, like I ran into a motherfucker the other day and the nigga okay. had like plaque all, like, he, he was talking, it was cool, but then he like opened his mouth like this one time. He, he must have, I don't know what word he said, but it was like plaque. And I was like, how did it get like that? Bro? Like, <laughs> I don't know what word he said. I don't said. know what word he said, but it was the word where it's like, you can see, you can see. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> you're a fucking wolf. Yo. So I got to ask, did you hear anything else he said after that? After you saw that? I did. I did. <laughs> she was I did, distracted. But, it, but it, it's like, I immediately judged him after that. And I hate that for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate the fact that I got to judge you like that. Like, I don't, how you know? I'm the type of person, when I go to work, I have my little, my little bag, you know. After I eat, every time I eat something, I go brush my teeth. That's hard. Floss my teeth, brush my teeth. I got a whole little kit. That's hard. It's probably in my bag now. Um, because that's how into 
the care I am of mm-hmm. my teeth. Like my mom, my parents, they were very much into we're gonna make sure you're good. Yeah. You know, I had me and my brother had braces. <clears throat> I didn't need the braces because my teeth were crooked. I needed the braces because I used to have an underbite. Mm. So which I inherited from my dad. So I needed to, like, they pulled out my, all my wisdom teeth. Mm. I needed to get braces to align mm-hmm. my teeth to get ready to prepare for surgery. Mm-hmm. So once they did that, it was a long-ass process, too, because I had to wait to, you know, shit stop growing or whatever the hell was going on. Yeah. Um, and having braces, you can't have braces and not take care of your teeth? You kidding me? Yeah. Like... You got to get up in and around them teeth, floss. Like, so after I had the surgery, I had to have my mouth wired shut for mm. like six, seven months. And this was going into my first year of college. You imagine? I was like, the timing couldn't be worse. Yeah. I'm sitting up in like the winter semester, jaws wired shut, very Kanye-like. And I'm oh. like, then Kanye want to come out doing... You know, through the wired. I'm like, nigga, you just not new. Like we've been doing this. We've been doing this. We've been doing the, the wired mouth shut. Um, but I always say, like, if you want to lose weight, just get your mouth wired shut. You lose it, come right off. But after that, you couldn't tell me shit. When that all that shit came off, you couldn't yeah. tell me nothing. Yeah. Because I just stop smiling. Just yeah. smiling for no reason. Like, <laughs> look no at my reason. look at the work that has been done here. Nah, for real. I feel that. You, so, you, you earn that. You earn that. And I understand everybody might not be set up like that. Like, my parents set me up, you know, I mean, as far as dental care and all that. But I mean, there's some ways, man. Medicare, Medicaid, whatever. It's yes. Some, some ways. You can, get, you can get your shit right. When there's a will, there's a way. You can get your shit right. I don't want to hear no excuses. Plaque ain't it. Because that means your breath stink. That leads to, like, halitosis. Yo, your future's not bright. <laughs> like, your future's not bright. I don't know what's in the future for you, but... It ain't. Mm. It ain't much. It ain't much. Mm-mm. You're not taking care of your teeth. Mm-mm. Not washing your ass. You're not taking care of your teeth. Show what me, is happening? Yo, show me one great person that had bad teeth. As far as, like... Now I'm thinking. who changed the world. Who got bad teeth who changed... Bro, you, you're not. Nah, you good. That's a good question. You good. You... You got your teeth not together. You know, you're not even looking the part, bro. Like, and for, for those who might be wondering, Wolf has a beautiful set of teeth. Go find him on, like... Braces. Social. You have you have braces? hmm Why? Um, I didn't want to get them. I really didn't want to get them. Like, like you just said. You mm-hmm. know, I, didn't, I didn't really need you them. You didn't but, need them, yeah. But my mom was like, nah, you're going to... Literally, she was like, you're going to get these braces. She's like, you're going to get these braces. Because she was like, because you don't know who... Who you gonna be one day? And I was not trying to hear Aww. that shit. Shout out to her having Shout foresight for sure. Cause it was like, damn, I mean, you know, as society goes, you know what I mean? You start to realize that certain things give you a little bit of favor. And one thing is having a decent smile, decent standing yes. teeth. You know what I mean? It yes. does, does things. Say, society is what it is. You can say it's not fair. You can say what you wanna say about it mm-hmm. all you want, but the, the game is the game. You play it or you don't. So take Y'all. care of your teeth. Take care of your teeth, please. Like, I beg. (laughs) (laughs) I beg. Uh, Me and Wolf just started talking about teeth, hygiene. Mm -hmm. um, Podcasting. We just talking about podcasting. Yeah. Like, it's always a good time when I come in here. That's why I'm like, 
Is this a safe space? Cause I ain't know I ain't know what I was gonna look like today with today's yeah. episode. I got tissues, and of course they not by me. So if I started <laughs> weeping, I would be like, "What made you tissue?" Yeah. <laughs> um, but sometimes you just need to be in a space where the energy is matched. It's where true. like, cause true. right now for those listening, I feel very like much at home. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no incense or like candles burning or anything like that, but it feels very much like home. Yeah. So that's, that's, shout out to WTF for, for creating this space for us to come and just be how we, how we are. For real. Um, Shout out WTF. For real. I wanted to like not share that information. I'm like, no, I don't want to see you bitches where I record my <laughs> shit. But I'm like, you know, I can't get keep. They do dope things here, you hey, know. So they, they might need it too. They, they might, might need it too. So WTF Media um, mm-hmm. is the vibe. Black owned. Black owned. Um, black staff. Black staff. All right, first of all, if you come in here, don't be trying to book Wolf all the time. Because if I book my shit and I can't get Wolf, I'm be tight. It's all too, right? Too late. <laughs> it's already, it's already happening. Oh my god! I was just like in the notes. I was like, "Yeah, can I, can I please, please?" For sure. I'm, I'm gonna be here every time. Anytime you request, I'm gonna be right here. Because I was like, "What if I get no?" <laughs> um. So thank you for being yeah, here. For um, sure. Especially today's episode. Imagine having mm. another engineer. You've been like, "Could you leave the room?" Actually? <laughs> Could you leave the room? Right. Like. Because I've worked with you before, like I know mm. the vibes, and, and and I know everybody that works here is lovely, but I would have probably not been able to do this episode the way I did it if it understood. wasn't you. Understood, understood, a hundred percent. Back in my mind, I'd be like, this motherfucker probably judging me. And it's just some like you was getting off some real shit too. You know what I mean? That ain't just something that you, even if you got the strength to do it in front of a stranger, you would prefer not to. Yes. You know? Correct. It's like, I prefer not. Just because I can't, I don't want to. I want to be, I need to get this off in the most comfortable way possible. It's already uncomfortable to share it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. It was, that today was a lot. And this, I feel like this stuff that I probably still didn't even get, get off. Yeah, yeah. But I just <clears throat> kind of let it come, just let it flow the way it, yeah. it did. I just, you know, I think the, the moral of today's story is, you know, I just want to let people know, like, it's really okay to not be all right, you know. Mm-hmm. It's 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 okay, you know. Don't feel bad about not feeling good, you know. And if you feel like you need a little bit of help, don't be afraid to ask for it. Yeah. You know, um, and that's important. And it's a part of the journey, too. That's another thing, mm-hmm. like... Um, like low moments is necessary for growth. You know what I mean? It's literally, it, you gotta have it. It's, yeah. There's not one story. There's not one, not one mm-hmm. out there, not one that didn't have like a dip in it. You know what I mean? And so like, and dips be, dips be, could, could, nigga, dips can last as long as they need to last. You know, unfortunately we're not in control of that. So it's just a real part of your, of, of life. And mm-hmm. then if you could just somehow like, are you familiar with the, the, the book, The Four Agreements? Mm-hmm. I own that one. Right. And so one of the laws in Four Agreements, or one of the agreements is to do your best, you know? 
and doing your best look different every year. Every year, every you know? day, even. every day, you know. But it's like, but are you doing your best though? And if at, at the end of the day, even if you feel like you suck at the end of the day, even if you feel like I'm trash, did you while you are you while you may be trash, did you do your best? Live mm-hmm. with that. Go to sleep with that. I operate off that because I could wake up and I'm I'm at fifty percent. Right. I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give you a hundred percent of that fifty that, that 50%, I have, and that's what I got. Because right, that's all I have. That's what I got and right now. You people know? need to understand that that's okay. Yeah. You know. You can't um, do nothing else. You're not a god. You just you're human. You know what I mean? It's like listen, this is all I got. I might have cut somebody out today. That's the best I had. Yo, speak on it because today, yo, coming off the train to get to you, this lady was running down the stairs trying to make the train before the doors closed. And this bitch pushed me. Oh, man. And I had my umbrella, so I swung back and hit her in the back. Oh, yeah? And I was like, bitch, don't fucking push me. Damn. That's the best I had in that moment (laughs) because. (laughs) Retaliation. Violence. <laughs> Sometimes I choose violence because that's the best. Hey, that's the best. Hey, that's it, all I had. Hey, and go but, to sleep tonight, comfortable with that. Like, right, that's, that's the best I had. I did, I did, I did what I could. Like, and people were looking. I'm like, don't fucking push me. I did what I could. Got me fucked up. Yeah, do your best. Don't take nothing personal. <laughs> don't make any assumptions. And what's the other one? That's three. Don't take anything personal. Mm-hmm. Don't make any assumptions. Mm-hmm. Do your best and be impeccable with your word. That's the other that's one. That's right. Yeah, that's... Be impeccable with, with your, your word. word. Yeah, for real. I was impeccable today when I was giving out them hard fuck yous. Yeah, it was impeccable. I was impeccable. <laughs> the performance was immaculate. <laughs> Pristine. <laughs> be impeccable with your word. Be impeccable with your word, man. If you haven't read The Four Agreements, I... Go do that. Have to. Big time. And if you haven't read The Alchemist, go do that too. Go do that. Big time. Same author. Big time. That's the same author? I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think so. That's heavy. Of course, it make, as soon as you say it, I'm like, that makes complete sense. So. Yeah. Complete sense. But that's... If I'm wrong, I don't think I'm wrong. I could be, but I don't think I am. Yeah. I have both of them, but I feel like that's the same the same um, author. You looking it up? Hey, I'm about to see what's going on. All right, we're going to check it out for us. Um... Yeah, but if if you're not if you haven't read that, definitely read both of those books. I feel like they're both beneficial to to everybody in in a certain way, if that makes any sense. But yeah, was I right? Was I wrong? Um, my internet. Is <laughs> slow right now. Well, to be continued on that though. Yeah. Um, just basically, just get both books. Yeah, please. they're really good books to have in your collection. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God, Wolf, where we at on time? Um, we had an hour twelve. Oh my God, we went over. Some, some slight. You know I'm sorry. I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. So, <clears throat> everybody that's tuned in, you know, this is my finale, twenty twenty two finale episode. Um. Some might like it, some might might not, and that's okay. I have shown up. I have been impeccable with, with my word. I have been authentically me, and 
that's what you can guarantee. That's what you're going to get every single time. Whether it's dressed up with a smile and, and good vibes, or if it's not as dressed up, not smiling as much, and not as happy thoughts and feelings. So, you know, with that being said, I want to thank everybody that's been tuning in thus far. I want to thank the new listeners, the new watchers. The visual portion of this is new to me. Um, I actually read a, I had a message that said, uh, yeah, keep doing that. Keep doing that. It's great. You're going to take off. And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> From your lips to God's ears. But people do enjoy the visual. Um, I'm going to condense the visual a little bit this way push people to go listen to the pod on whatever platform they like. So in the meantime, in between time, my name is Katie Mack. I want to thank you for chilling with me and Wolf on this good, rainy goddamn day. And I want to thank Wolf. I want to thank you, WTF Studios, for having me and always giving good vibes. Uh, so, yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Let's uh, Let's go into the new year. You know, fuck that, it's too far away from me. <laughs> <laughs> we out of here. <laughs>